welcome to the Better Spearfishing Podcast, where we talk all things spearfishing. If you want to improve your spearfishing and hear some wild stories, you've come to the right place. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Better Spearfishing Podcast. And so this is a something that I remember being an issue when I was a very young chap, and um, it's something that every time I, I meet young divers or new divers, this is a question that comes up, and it is, where can I go diving? And then the next bit of that question is, how do I find good diving spots? So in this um, edition, I'm going to talk about how you find good diving spots. Now, this is specific for new divers. So if you listen to the other episode that I did on what are the best fish species for new divers to target? This is kind of a carry-on of that episode. It's where can you find the kinds of spots where you can catch the sorts of fish that you you should be targeting as a new diver. Um, So my strongest bit of advice for new divers is join a spearfishing club. Now, most, I guess if you're in any major city or area where diving happens. Um, Right now I'm in Cape Town. There's a few diving clubs here. Before this, I was in Brisbane in in, uh, Eastern Australia. There were some wonderful um, diving clubs there. Before that, I was in Perth in Western Australia. Fantastic diving clubs. And there's a lot of new divers that go along to these things. And and all of them do a, they they tend to have a get together once, you know, once a fortnight or once a month or, or something like that. And it, it'll just be at someone's house or at, at a at some venue, and you know it might just be to go and you know have a meal with everyone. Or it, it's really a chance to meet and greet and share stories. Sometimes they'll do a topic of discussion. They are such a wonderful way to get into the sport, and you're going to meet other guys that are into the same sport that want to do the same thing, and you're going to meet people at all different levels. So. There will be some guy there who's been doing it for 30 years or 40 years. And, you know, the things that he's forgotten, you haven't even learned yet. Um, You know, and so guys like that. And often you'll find the older guys, they've done it all. They're not, you know, they're not needing to go and prove themselves anymore. So they're quite comfortable sharing. There's there's a, I don't know, it seems to be a truism of life that as you you achieve more than as you sort of get on, you want to be able to help other people and share. Um, so these these are great people, but now remember they've already got their circle of friends who they dive with and what they do. So you might not get to dive with them. That's okay. There's going to be lots of other people who are young and also want to learn. You know, when I say young, I mean new to the sport and uh, want to learn. And the brilliant thing about this is you can find people who are a little bit better than you, who you can still dive with, and you'll learn from them. So. Anyway, so that's my, my first tip is join a spearfishing club. Now, when you go to these spearfishing clubs, you can be open and say, look, I'm new to this and I'm, you know, I don't know where to go and I, I want to find some spots. In most places that I can think of around the world, there are a handful of spots that everyone just knows, okay, it's that's a great spot for beginners because it's it's sheltered, it's fairly safe. You know, the, the very experienced guys probably don't bother going there because maybe there's you know, there's not the great fish that they want to catch. You know, they're after giant, big trophy, whatever they're, they're targeting. But there's enough fish for beginners 
and of the type that are suitable for beginners. And as a beginner, you're going to have a fantastic time in these spots. It's going to be mind-blowing to you. And it's only once you've really learned that and you've got the hang of it and and you're sort of like, okay, well, that's easy. Now you want to move up to the next level. Um, and, and that's the evolution that, that, um, that we all must take. So anyway, so first thing is go to a spearfishing club and even talking to other um, you know, new divers or, or junior divers, they will be able to say, oh, I found this spot or someone told me this is a great place. Okay, then, and you're also going to meet people you can go with, you know, dive buddies. Um, and especially when you're starting out, I would say that's a very important thing. Um, and and it's, it's, again, that's another topic for another podcast, how to find dive buddies. Um, but joining a spare fishing club is a fantastic way to start. The other thing which you can do at the same time as this, and you should, and this is probably how you're going to find out about the dive club, is getting involved in spearfishing forums or Facebook groups. Um, of course, when, when I was starting out, you know, forums were more the thing. Um, yeah, the, Facebook didn't even exist back then. Um, but yeah, there they were, they were online forums and you could go on there and ask people. And what you'll find is that each area... Well, you want to go to whatever's the local forum. So if you're living in one place, it's no good finding out about, you know, great dive spots on the other side of the world. That doesn't really help you if you're starting out. You need to know, okay, you know, within two, three hours drive of my house, where can I go? And to be honest, preferably even closer. Um, because you, as a new diver, you're not going to be going and diving for eight hours at a time. That's you know, unless you're going out on someone's boat and, you know, you dive an hour or two and then sit on the boat and chat and, you know, break it up a bit. But if, you, if you're going off the shore, which I suspect most new divers are going to be diving from the shore. And that's just because you, you might not have a boat yet. You may not have all the contacts and people that have boats. Um, and, and for most new divers, that's absolutely fine. And you're probably going to be doing it when the weather's, you know, relatively pleasant in whichever area you're living. So uh, for most places, that means in summer, um, you've got nice sunny weather or, you know, less um, stormy weather generally for, for many parts of the world. Um, yeah, so so you're probably going to be going from the shore. Um, so if you go on spearfishing forums you can, or Facebook groups, you can generally ask, and pe- look, people will give you general pointers. They'll say, this is a good area for beginners. It's safe. Go there. Now, I'm going to now just quickly talk about some of the etiquette in the spearfishing community about diving spots. So the very first thing that you really need to know, okay, these things, I'm just going to list three things here. Um, but you need to keep really pay attention to this if you, if you um, if you want to be in this game. The first one is don't steal other people's spots. Now, stealing spots, what that means is if someone says, "Hey, I'll take you to a secret to my spot," you don't then go and tell everyone else, "Hey, I, you know, so and so took me to this great spot, and you should all go there, and here's where it is, and here's a picture of it, and here I'll tell you exactly." How, you know, you don't do that. Someone has shared something with you in confidence and you don't go and now share that with the rest of the world. If they want to, that's their choice. But, you know, if you then want to go back there, a lot of people would say you need to ask them again. 
look, I mean, this varies throughout the world. I, I will say that as well. What is considered appropriate in Australia is different to what's appropriate in South Africa. Here, I've gone to spots that, you know, there's a book that says these are the, you know, good diving spots, good areas to go and dive in South Africa. So, you know, you just buy the book from a diving store. Um, and I think it's called Spearfishing in South Africa by, I think it's Pete van Leeuwen. Um, and it just tells you, you can go here, there's a lock here, swim out to that lock, go on the, you know, northeast side, the leaf drops like this, it's good. You know, you're not stealing any one spot. That's out there and available. Um, now, if you were in Australia and someone takes you to their, their spot, and then even if you go back by yourself, they, you know, people get funny about it. They say, oh, you, that's my spot. You know, you're not meant to go without me. Look, you need a little bit of emotional intelligence. The best option with these things is whoever's taken you there, just talk to them. The bottom line is, they don't want to know that a million other people now know about this, a spot that they've put effort in to find. And everyone's now basically benefiting off their hard work and learning it for them because that was actually going to be my um, my second spot point, which is when you find a spot or someone takes you to a spot, do not just keep going back to the same spot and taking every fish you can find because what you're going to do is you're going to shoot it out. A lot of the, the fish you're going to be targeting, you know, leaf fish, um, especially if they, they're things that live in that area, you know, they're little lass or, or um, rock cods of some sort, you know, they live in that area. If you go and shoot them all, well, then they're gone. You know, if the leaf is really good, okay, eventually more fish will come and move in. But if you take all of them, you know, that bit of leaf is not going to be any good for diving for, you know, who knows how long. Um, and, and I've actually seen this. I've seen spots that had fish and then guys just went there every weekend. It's the spot and oh, it's our never fail spot. And then they shot the fish. And what happens is you actually collapse the entire food pyramid in that area. When you take fish like the um, the sweet lips or, you know, the main fish that just sit there on the leaf and they're easy to catch. Once you've taken all of those, well, um, they often keep the caves clean. So now the other fish that would want to live there don't live there because, you know, it's not a nice, it's not a pleasant spot anymore. And now, you, you know, the, the whole thing collapses. And so you don't want to do that. that. So the key point here was whenever you find a spot, do not just go and kill everything you can in a spot. Take a fish or two and then give it a while. Don't go back to the same spot time and again. And this is also good for you because you need to constantly be finding new spots to add to, I guess, your database of spots. And you will start to learn, okay, when the conditions are like this, this spot's good. When the conditions are like that, this other spot's good. So you need a slowly increasing database of um, spots to dive. Okay. And the, okay, so that those were the, the first one was don't steal spots. That is a big no-no. Um, and if you get a reputation for that, no one's going to want to help you. You you really, you know, you, you give yourself a really bad reputation and you're going to find it very hard to make friends or, or find anyone to dive with if they know that you steal other people's spots. So just don't do it. Um, second one, limit your catch, especially per spot. Don't go and take everything you can in one spot. And the third one is don't ask people for their secret spots it's it's just uh you know you can try and you're going to get you know 
if you're probably going to see people doing this. Like you go to a dive club and someone says, oh, what's the GPS coordinates of that spot? And it, there's going to be an awkward silence. And if you've got an older, more experienced diver there, he's going to just tell you straight up, mate, you don't ask for that. You don't ask people for their secret spots. You just don't. It's, um, yeah, it's it's just part of the etiquette of this community Whoever's found these spots has put time and effort and and money into going and finding these spots. They've driven out there and, you know, maybe launched their boat and spent hours looking on a sounder to find the spot and then research it and dive it and test it. And what about this? You know, people have put time and money and effort into this. So you don't just go and steal their spots or just expect they're going to give it away. Um, It's not realistic. So, okay, that's the etiquette rant over. Um, So... How do you now find these spots? So you you can ask people at the club. And again, general beginner spots, these are not secret spots. You And it's an open question. You can say, where would be a good spot for me to go as a beginner? And you can ask people that and they will give you some pointers and then you can go and try that. Um, so you can check the spearfishing forums or, or Facebook groups. Now, the next one, now you're when you're starting to actually find the spots yourself, um, and this this is really what you should aim to do at some point. No, you don't have to get every spot by yourself, but you want to know how to how to evaluate a spot. So the first thing I would say is look at Google Maps. And what you can do is put it on with satellite view. So you're, you're getting a satellite picture. You, what you're really looking at for, especially as a beginner diver, you're looking for sheltered areas where you can dive from the shore. And so from the satellite view, you're going to be able to find, okay, that's a sheltered area. If there's some rocks in front of a bay, that's going to break the, um, you know, any waves that enter that bay. If the bay is sort of at, you know, right at the end of a very long bay so that the ocean swell sort of doesn't reach it or the waves, you know, it's calmer. Those are the sort of spots you want to look for. Now, you don't just want a sandy beach, you know, that, that's sheltered. That That's, you know, there's not going to be any fish there. So you want a sheltered spot. Look for things like where there's either small islands around, uh, you know, to break the the, um, the the water, the swell and the waves coming in. Or if it's, if there's um, cliffs. So there's mountains sort of dropping in. Um, and, and a lot of spots in the world, you'll have something like a mountain that or a point that sticks out into the ocean um, and that'll be, you know, a big mountainy thing. And, you know, experienced divers will go and dive off the tip of that point because you'll get a lot of water moving around there. And that's that's really where, you know, big fish are going to want to hunt. But as a, as a more junior diver, you don't need to go dive off the point. The point will come all the way back. And when it sort of gets towards the mainland, often there's going to be some spot around there where it's more protected. That, you know, it might be shallow. It might be a little bit weedy. There'll be a few rocks. That's where you want to go dive. So, of course, looking at Google Maps is one. Whichever country you're in, you need to um, have a look at whoever does the um, marine protection. If there are marine parks or, or specific zones in your country where you can and cannot dive, you need to look at that. Um, sometimes you'll have a, there'll be a tool where you can overlay one over the other. Um, and, and that's very useful. Obviously, you don't want to be diving in an area where you're not allowed to dive. So that's that's something you just need to check. Um, 
Okay, so Google Maps. Now on Google Maps, what you'll also get is people will post pictures. And that's very useful because if you can click on the picture, you can just get a lot, you know, sometimes people will have posted a picture on a lovely sunny day. And if it's a shallow spot, just have a look at the pictures. Can you see spots of um, leaf or weed if they've posted a picture of the ocean in the area you want to go dive? Um, if they have, and you can see, oh, there's a little, you know, there's a few dark patches in the water that looks like a leaf or weed or something. It looks fairly calm. It looks quite sheltered. Brilliant. You just found a spot. Now, obviously, if you're going from the shore, you need to be, at, you then need to just look at how will you actually get there? You know, is that private land? Um, in which case you might not be able to get there or you might have to ask permission to, to go, you know, just to get to the beach. Um, if it's not, well, brilliant. So where are you going to drive to? Where can you park and leave your car safely? Um, of course, some parts of the world, like um, I'm in South Africa now, uh, you do have to think very carefully about where you park and leave your car um, because of uh, crime and, and theft. But, you know, there's there's solutions to this. You can look online, you know, Google parking spots near there, or there'll often be some kind of public parking close-ish. And um, yeah, that's, that's what you need to do. So, look, I, I'll leave this as a fairly, um, sh- a bit of a shorter episode, but um, there's uh, there are so many different um, episodes that are going to come out of this on how to find spots for this type of fish, how to find spots when you're more advanced, how to find spots when you go to a new country or you're on a diving trip and you don't know anything around there. What do you need to look for? So I'll leave it at that for now. Um, And uh, yeah, hope you guys find some great spots and you get out. And uh, just remember, this is for beginner divers. And we're talking about for the sort of fish you're going to catch in, you know, one to sort of five meters of water where it's calm. There's a bit of weed. There's a few rocks. And you're going to be targeting things like the sea bleeds or in Australia, the whiting. So, uh, yeah, hope that works. Take care. Bye.